Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Taj. No, you're not. Still never get over that. That's a check. <laughs> so, thank y'all for coming back to the episode. Um, in this particular situation, we're going to be talking about side A. And side A is where we're going to be uh, basically going over uh, songs that we pick for a particular mood or situation. So, at this point, Taj, go ahead and drop that deal. All right. That, that creepy, uh, was it? all right. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> Couldn't help it. So... In this episode, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of hard. Um, something that everybody goes through once in a while in their life. Some people go through it multiple times. And what we're talking about here are breakup songs. Um, so breakup songs can be happy. Breakup songs can be sad. Breakup songs can convey the, the moment that somebody was feeling or the mood that they were in. But most importantly, it, it has a purpose, right? Um, every breakup song that you've ever heard had a purpose in hand. And each one of us was to pick our favorite breakup song um, that we either thought about a significant other or, or somebody that we just can't stand anymore and wish they'd fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> so in choices of breakup songs, I wanted That's to go hard. with the, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Let's go, uh, Brandon. Brandon, what was uh, your pick for your favorite breakup song? Why me, man? I started last episode. Jeez. Okay. You seem like you, you'd be really good at this. Me? Okay. I don't know. say so you're good at breakups, man. All right. Don't break up with me. I, uh, I, I don't listen to a lot of breakup songs, or I guess if they are breakup songs... Maybe I just never hear it in the lyrics. I maybe I zone like I zone out when I listen to a lot of music. I just hear the uh, the instruments and I don't always hear the words. I don't know what it is. I don't really like sappy songs or sad songs all that much. Um, so definitely when I was given this assignment, I had to like look up breakup songs because I just don't think about it that often because I don't go out of my way to find them. Um, not to say that I haven't heard breakup songs before. And of course there are plenty that I have liked before in the past, but it's just not something that I like to listen to on repeat. Uh, so anyway, um, I guess I went with something a little bit different. You know, I, there were a couple that I almost went with, but I chose a song from the band, the Robert Cray band. Uh, from an album from 1986 called Strong Persuader. And that song is called Right Next Door Because of Me. Um, I don't know when I first heard that song. I know my dad was a huge fan of the Robert Cray Band. Uh, Robert Cray Band is a blues band, um, you know, more of a contemporary blues band. Like they, they formed in the late 70s. Uh, and I think by 1986, they had already released five albums. And this was definitely their their most mainstream album by that point. Um, the song itself, I I've, I've I've loved it since I first heard it. Um, it's a different kind of breakup song because it's not about a guy who is in a breakup. Um, it's about being the guy responsible for the breakup. And I just thought that was really unique and a different perspective. You know that he's. He's the person responsible for the guy leaving the girl because he had a relationship with with the woman. And um, 
and he kind of feels kind of guilty about it, but also not really at the same time. You know, it's, I don't know. It's just the, the music is great. The, 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 uh, Guitar is fantastic on it. I mean, Robert Cray is a, a heck of a guitarist. Uh, he's got a soulful voice. Uh, it, I, yeah, it's it's just it's a great song. And um, I actually I've seen Robert Cray play a couple times. And the first time I ever saw him was at the Minnesota Zoo of all places. And that song, there was a part like they're doing that song, and the power went out. And he still kept playing, but then he kind of realized it and the audience finished the song with him, like people sang, and, and it was just, it was such an awesome moment, you know, and, and definitely that's a song that, that, you know, fans of Robert Cray know. I mean, that's one of his most popular songs. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was, that was my choice. My breakup song, you know, right next door because of me. I love Robert Cray. Um, yeah, I especially love uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. That's uh, one of my all-time favorite songs from him. So, yeah, that's definitely a, it was a good song. It was a good good thought process of, of a home wrecker. <laughs> yep. Somebody coming through, break it up, you know, a happy home and a happy relationship and, like, all the thoughts that go through your mind with that. So, yeah, it, it was definitely a cool situation. I like that a lot. Yeah. What else? What does everybody else got to say? Just the lyrics, too. Like, I mean, him saying, like, she's going to lose the man that really loves her. But for him, she's just another notch on his guitar. I mean, right. <laughs> because of me. Because of me. Right. Yeah. He definitely, uh, you can tell he feels bad. But, right. he, yeah, he sounds like a, he sounds like he's probably he like a good old boy. He does. Just, <laughs> you know. He feels bad for the simp. <laughs> right. He doesn't feel bad for her. He feels bad for him. Cause he's like, man, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to do it, but I had to pipe her down. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it, it it is a really cool like. It's kind of like a kickback song, you know. I could drink a beer to that. Yeah. I don't know if I could break up somebody to that, but maybe yeah. it's a reflection after the fact. You know what I mean? Definitely had his reflection points. Yeah, and that was a good angle that you take it from because you never hear too many artists take it from being the other person they always take it from being the one that's being cheated on or the one that's cheating but never the one that's getting caught up in the middle of the situation so i definitely like that and i like the appeal of it yeah um was that your first time hearing the song like the three of you were yes yeah definitely my first time my first my first time hearing it yeah. yeah, which is cool. I, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to check out more of his stuff. That's good. It, uh, although the the part that was near the end when he's like, the guy had already left and he hears crying. He's like, you know, maybe I should go over and check on her. And you're like, well, no, dude, stop. You've already done what you. <laughs> no, don't don't yes. go back. You have to console her. <laughs> no, <laughs> in her time of need. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I mean, more notches he needs. <laughs> I mean. Truthfully, at least four. The first yeah. time is just because the second time was to keep things going. The third time was like the final breakup type deal. Like we can't do this anymore. But the fourth time was just a consultation. It's like, you know, she needs to be consoled for her for her sadness. And he just so happens to be there. So it worked out. <laughs> and if, if you guys really like Robert Cray, I can definitely give you a list of my favorite albums because he's definitely one of my favorites. And uh, the the second show I saw him at was at La Zona Rosa here in Austin. And that was such an incredible experience. Um, yeah, 
he's I mean, he's a great, great musician. And uh, he's got so many albums, too. He's been around a very long time, man. Gotcha. Very is long he, time. Is he in another band or does he just do solo stuff? Well, I mean, he, he has solo stuff and then he has stuff he does with his band, too. And I mean, he's on he's on other albums. He's played with legendary guitarists. He's been, he had been on stage with Stevie Ray Vaughan many times. Um, oh yeah, I can I can I can see that he's got that sound. Yeah, the style. He's played with everybody. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it a lot. That's very that's nice. My, that's my style. <laughs> Yo, um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and and go next since I went last last time. I'll go ahead and put myself in the mix so we can hear somebody else um waller and cry over their situation. Um, <laughs> my breakup song. You breaking up with us? You breaking up with us, Dietrich? Yeah, I'm breaking up with you, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but she does things for me. I can't. So, <laughs> like cook and clean and. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, she got a nice butt. Can't help it. Um, my breakup song came from 2012. Um, this artist is a very popular artist. Um, for very pop, um, gracious songs. Used to be country and then switched over. And the reason why I picked this song so much is because it was just so chipper that it would get on your damn nerves. And it was one of those radio hits that they just kept playing and playing and playing and playing until you actually sat there and listened to the words. And I started listening to the lyrics and I was like, huh, I actually can feel a little bit of this. And so um, I'm talking about Taylor Swift. We are never, ever, ever getting back together um yes i'm making y'all listen to a taylor swift song i know i know it's not kesha but damn near close but at the same time it's good though because uh one the 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 rumors spread that she's actually talking about jake gyllenhaal which you know is everybody's sweetheart in america but in actuality I just like the fact of her her play on the words and and you know people are talking and doesn't matter what's going on because I'm just going to block you out and I'm never going to pay attention to you ever again. I'm going to erase you from my mindset. I found out when you were cheating. I found out when you were doing this wrong stuff to me. And I'm just going to make a massive hit off of it and bam, make more money out of misery in a situation. And that's like the best revenge for me. So <laughs> I always felt like if I was going to do a breakup song, you know, there's there's other ones out here that, you know, I wish your dog would get hit by a car. I wish you got AIDS. I wish you got all this other stuff. But I'm like, nah, just make just make fun of it. Just bring something out of it that's good that normally you would not do. And I've had a hell of a lot of breakups. Um, so anytime that I can actually sit back and listen to the song and just kind of, you know, get my mind hit or my mind in the right like headspace, I'm good. Okay. So what y'all think? I, I liked it. I mean, <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got a yeah. vibe, huh? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, it, I, I listen to a lot of poppy stuff. So, but yeah, it, no, it's, it's really a good song. Yeah. But I, I didn't mind it at all, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't go look like who she was talking about, but you can definitely feel that, you know, for sure. It's a breakup song. It It's more like, it's, it's kind of more than a breakup song. Like have you ever had, those friends that have that like toxic relationship where they're on again, off again, on again, off again. Like that's what this was. This was the culmination of like, not only just a breakup, but that toxic relationship, but they just keep coming back together. And she's like, all right, this is it. I'm never not going to do it. (laughs) We're not getting back together again. You know, but yeah, that's what I I went through that for. 
I went through that with somebody for 10 years, 10 years on and off, on and off. I'm like, why the hell am I still here alive from all the crazy (laughs) stuff we didn't do to each other? Yeah, it's like there's no way I'm ever going to be around that person again. And I love their family. I love, you know, some we have some mutual friends that I don't really talk to anymore. But it's just like, yeah, this this has kind of hit the heart. This is my guilty pleasure. Right. So. Yeah, kind of, kind of has like an Avril Lavigne sound to it, you know. Like, and I don't listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. I know she's real popular, and you know she's got some good stuff. She has tons of fans. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, this is like the song. It's like the fu song, right? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be my own person. I'm not gonna let you tell me what to do. That's kind of the feeling I got from it. So yeah, so which exactly. I could, feel, I, I could definitely uh, relate to that. Oh. Be my own person. <laughs> yeah, I miss them days. <laughs> 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 all right taj what do you think man what's what's uh what's a good breakup song for you i'm i'm, I'm anxious to hear this <laughs> all right so I, I all right so i have to be honest like f- first impressions like you know understanding kind of like what breakups are okay so first of all i'll just be honest i never really went through a bankrupt breakup because uh, like the longest relationship because like really the longest relationship i ever had was like maybe two three months nothing nothing long term nothing serious right so you know at first impression thoughts you know was i was going to do lily allen's you know fuck you you know but then that's not that really wouldn't be me in the breakup so i was trying to pick something that was kind of more me in a breakup now i i do admit that i did outsource this a little bit and ask my wife like hey what's a good breakup song because you know she's been through you know um you know more long-term relationships and had like at least two breakups whereas i've had zero right and um that's where she was suggesting a, bun- a bunch of stuff and then so i picked uh Bringing on the rain uh, by um, who is it? Uh, Jody Messina, and so like that emotion, that breakup vibe. That's how I would be. Like if I went through a breakup, I'm pretty sure that's who I would be. I'd be more that than you know, Lily Allen's "Fuck You." So that's why I, I picked this song because this song's more about like you know, kind of sitting with that emotion and just like you know, all right, I gotta get through this and then I'll just move on. You know, like it just like let's. Let's cry. Let's get over and then move on, type of thing. And that's that's why I liked it about this breakup song because that's kind of how my mindset would work in a breakup. I think so. No, I can't speak for you, Taj. I don't know. <laughs> so, what do you think about the song? I guess I'm sorry. Uh, it does have Tim McGraw in it. He has a, right. a brief part in it, but but yeah, it it's mostly her. So, but yeah, and it's from 2002. So. Or two, yeah, two it's like the song says, tomorrow's another day. Right? You get on and get over with and, and keep it moving. So I can't be mad. But I'm, yeah, that was that was kind of that was a breakup song for real. Yeah, I just I just I could totally. You know what? I'm not even mad at it. That's actually a great pick. I, I'm really trying to, like, figure out what's wrong with it. But I can't figure out what's wrong with it because that's that's your pick. That actually fits your mindset and your thought process. I can see it. That's a good one. It's not a bad breakup song by any means. Like, I mean, it's a breakup song. And if you like breakup songs, it's a good breakup song. But if you <laughs> want to listen to breakup songs, then it's not a good song to listen to. <laughs> it keeps you in that spot. <laughs> but like, if you're sad or if you're going through a breakup, this song would definitely, you know, hit all the, the marks. Uh, right. 
so yeah, I mean, she she can sing really well. I'll say that she's got a great voice, and the music's right. fine. But I just don't really like sad songs all that much. So, uh, but at least it wasn't like like a super sad voice, you know? Right? Yeah. Like. Like I'm trying to think of the band, like at the end of the mist, it wasn't something like that, where it makes you want to slit your wrist, um, (laughs) break up songs. So, but uh, no, it's fine. You know, just like the Taylor Swift, it's fine, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Am I ever going to listen to it again? Probably not. You know, unless I, I'm going to break up and I'll be like, well, I don't know that many. Oh wait, I do know one now. (laughs) So, yeah, it definitely works. Yeah, you're right. No, no comment. Good job, Taj. <laughs> so, Taj, you said you never, you never, uh, you never had a breakup. Yeah, I really haven't had a, a breakup, because like the relationships haven't been that long, and so like you, you can't break up, and you're like, uh, I've only known you for two months. Let, let's be perspectively correct about this. Like, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna get all crazy about it. You know? You can't break up with me if I never claimed you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that, I think uh, your pick is kind of like where I went with mine, but it's the same kind of like feel. And uh, okay, yeah, tell us no, about definitely it. gets on, but it, I think that's more like uh, like the direction I go. <laughs> I right, only had breakups, a couple of them. What anyway. you got? Yeah, what you got, Damon? Since you actually oh, have the yeah. breakup, you're you're the you're the quintessential expert on this situation. Since Todd wasn't. Uh, right. Uh, being a player, Taj, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot mindset. But what's your uh, what's well, your thought process on your song, man? If you don't like him to begin with, yeah. uh, so it's picture this. It's the '90s. I'm a teenager, and I just you know just went through the breakup after the first girlfriend. So the first first girlfriend, that's like your whole world changes. You know, everybody else sucks. The only thing that matters is her. Uh, so that's where I was at. And um, I think this is a song that she would listen to, one of my ex-girlfriends, um, by Mazzy Starr. So Mazzy Starr was a, she, I guess, started out in the 90s. And one of her big hits was Fade Into You. And that that's my choice track for sadness. <laughs> and so breakups for me are sad. They're, they could be happy, like a Taylor Swift, you know, jump in the car and hang out with your, your friends and go do whatever. But yeah, so that my, my feelings were a little bit like, oh no, my whole world just fell apart. Um, and Fade Into You isn't necessarily a breakup song, but it, it, it has kind of like, I think it, it's to leave the listener up to their own interpretation, but it is about your first, kind of like your first love, uh, which is what I experienced, like falling in love with somebody and then not even not really knowing what love is, you know what I mean? And so it could really mess you up big time. But uh, yeah, so Fading to You by Mazzy Star, um, very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a nice, a nice song to, you know, to chill to as well. But uh, yeah, so I, don't, I, I guess you guys have heard it. It's It's been a huge yeah. radio hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I usually pick radio hits for like my picks but that's that just kind of spoke to me so i don't know what do you guys think because it was a breakup song at all i i mean i've heard the song forever but i never put two and two together and uh even after listening right. to it I'm like is it a breakup song 
So I had to like look up the lyrics and I'm like, I guess it's how you interpret it. Sure. Right. You know? <laughs> well, the thing is, it's it, like I said, it also, and I'm relating it to my own, but <laughs> you guys are cracking up. My own experience is that it kind of like, it's not necessarily a breakup song, but like it's, it is about, you know, like infatuation and falling in love with somebody. And, and, and then when that gets ripped apart, when they get that, it's like part of you goes too. Well, you, kinda, you know what I mean? You like you develop like a personality almost when you're with somebody. You, you can kind of become a different person, but then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> you know. I think like I think even if you didn't have the lyrics, I can see how the yeah. music can create that mood. You know, like, oh, like absolutely. It, it's, it's, the music is very somber, and you can definitely interpret that music. You know, like how you might be feeling at that moment. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, that's, I'm sure it's been used in tons of stuff where people broke up and shows, movies, whatever, you know, because um, it does fit that mood. But uh, that's that's when you let the music and not just the lyrics take you away. But uh, yeah, that's what that's what it does for me. Yeah, no, it almost but, it almost takes me off guard where I can see where um, what's that song by Avril Lavigne? Um, There's anybody out there type stuff. It's like she took yeah. that feel from this song. And and I definitely has that tone of a breakup and I know of a lost love and of a world shattering type situation. So I could definitely see that. What were you going to say, Taj? I'm sorry. Well, I was going to ask cause, cause I'm not good with my like genres and errors e- e- eras, but like the nineties, like what I remember the most from the nineties from the music is like, it's very, it was very like goth, I guess maybe it was emo or Right. It wasn't grunge, but it's was a lot. There was a lot of nineties that was like this. That was like very like it, I would I would call it gothic, but I think that the, the alternative term rock. is emo. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is actually alternative rock, but it could be alternative rock is maybe emo. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It could be, or maybe one album is. You know, like I think she's right. probably had ups and downs with her music. As far as like what I mean by ups and downs is like maybe there's some like more upbeat, and then there's some more dark. Uh, music that like even if her if, if she doesn't mean it you know didn't mean it that way it's just kind of like how it's how it is you know like that show twin peaks has some music um that was great but it was like the same about the same time in the 90s where it's just like wow it's some dark shit and that's a dark show too <laughs> i don't right. know if gotcha. that stars in that but uh, yeah i don't know if her music's in that show but it could be gotcha i got you okay that's another episode so, but yeah, yeah the 90s no, but, were dark emo yeah weird shit yeah no but for, for sure i liked it as a, as a breakup song because it, it this is this is like the initial breakup like you just get the text message you could just get the, the the phone call the letter you know that they, they returned you know your sweater you know in, in your bedroom and this is what you play like this is your initial breakup song you know Ooh, man that would that would hurt Thanks, bro. Yeah. You've never been broken up before, really. Right. Yeah, they send you a, an official UPS, you know, package with your sweater and your. It, you get all your fresh. stuff back, right? That's what I heard that there has to be like a border zone. You equally re-exchange your stuff back. No, <laughs> I don't think it happens. I mean, it could happen that way if 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 it was like a what is it a mickable breakup where everybody was happy and uh, you know. yeah amicable yeah mickelobe. <laughs> you know bring a six pack we drink three each and you know once we're done <laughs> it's a breakup <laughs> yeah anything that i 
ever given anybody for a breakup, they pretty much either sold it or trashed it. Um, I've gotten I've gotten images of my like favorite pair of of, of sweaters getting burnt up, or um, you know, matter of fact, my ex wife, my ex wife took all my clothes, which she was the one that you know did all the whole leaving thing halfway, but. Um, took all my clothes, put them in the garage, and then left uh, the garage up during the, the other storm. So when I came to go get my stuff, everything was soaked through, and I couldn't use none of it. Like all of it was trash. So I had to, you know, dump it all out. I was like, really? That's that's what we're doing? Okay, cool. Wow, me, that's a cleansing. Me, yeah, let me take this house back from you. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you can have like my clothes. I'll take your house. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so your your breakups. Wow, they were like a different kind of breakup than mine. Mine were like petty high school. You know, like when I'm in, everything's like you know, like it's like uh, in high school, everything's kind of like a fantasy, right? Like reality hadn't kicked in yet when I was going through those breakups. Yeah, um, my breakups were kind of harsh because I was. I was always running around chasing the next piece of person that I can get. And I said person in place of another word. So, um, okay. Yeah. As I was, I was that guy that was, you know, jock football player, basketball player. I always wanted to run after and get somebody and, and turn around and get somebody else or go after a friend type stuff. Um, never, never the one that wanted to sit down and actually be in a relationship, so to speak. So especially when you're in high school, Everybody finds out everything that you're doing, you know, right. so it didn't take long for my little reputation to get out there. So, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I was like I was t- I was like the kind that just wanted the relationship. You know, I was like <laughs> glue stuck to the, the hip and they were just like, get away from me. So I'm sure that after like six months of that, they're like, uh, I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. I got my just desserts, though, with, with right. somebody. That I finally ran across my match with a coworker. And uh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And she definitely put me in my place. And it's like, okay, I'm ready to settle down now. We're we're good. <sighs> All right, moving on. So at this point, Taj, I think we're ready to drop a uh, drop that uh side B man. Flip the record. Okay, flip the record. Drop the nil side. B. Cool. So in this portion of the podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about the homework that we laid out for everybody to to listen to, which is kind of funny because it ties into side A and what we were talking about. Um, it was a band called We Are the City. Uh, that was that was the band name, and the name of the album was R.I.P. Uh, rich rich title. The reason why they made that title is because it's actually the last album that they made together. And they knew that it was the last album that they made together um, and, and and tried to leave it on those terms in order to break up. So uh, the album actually came out in 2020 and uh, it's about a, basically a band in, in Canada. Um, oh, forgot the actual part of Canada. I know they're going to kill me. Vancouver. Sorry. Um, Vancouver, British Columbia. So um, the band have been together since 2008. Um, I actually came across them in 2018. Uh, with a different album, a different song called Friends Hurt. Um, but yeah, they I went back and listened to a whole bunch of, of the songs that they had. Um, their their style, in my mind, is like a uh, erratic version of Beach House um, because all the melodic tones and, and undertones are definitely there in the music. Um, they have funny ways of bringing it out, um, but it's definitely there. And the, the lead singer himself, is one of those who um, is, is very caught up in his own mindset. 
and is not afraid to say what he's thinking of at the time when he's thinking it. Um, so what I came to find out was, especially albums like during like 2013, 2015, some of uh, the songs that were on each of those albums were freestyled. They were not, you know, lyrics that were jotted down and dot over and written, rewritten over. It was like stuff that was literally coming to his head while he was in the studio singing. So however he was feeling, he's a very emotional individual. However he was feeling at that time, that's what came out. They went through several um, musician changes and they wound up getting back to the original crew and then you know 2020 was like it and then at that point they said we're going to release this album we're going to break up and then they came out with a very last song um it was like uh kill the body go back but that's that's pretty much the album that i wanted y'all to listen to because i knew that some of the sounds were going to mess with y'all um some of the songs were going to be kind of hard to to sit through and decipher um but you know, when you get down to it, they're a hell of a band. Um, Lover is Dead is the name of the very last single that they put out October 11th. And like, that's pretty much it's like <laughs> they're basically saying, you know, this band is about to die and, you know, it hurts, but it's something that needs to do something that needs to happen. Like this band needs needs to be killed off. So that's my little take of it. Well, what do y'all think? Did you did you have a favorite track? Yes. I actually had a couple favorite tracks, but um, my favorite, like the first favorite track that I had that that literally stuck in my head was Song in My Head. Um, that's the second song on the album. And it was like, yeah, that that actually works for me. Um, but really and truly, it's there's two songs that I could not separate myself from. The first one was You're So Clean, which is like, that's your quintessential. Like, you can listen to that. In the shower, you can listen to that getting ready to, to go to work. And it's got a, its own little vibe and feeling to it. Um, the last one was God and Man. So uh, those those were my three tracks that I just took away from the album and that, you know, I can't really live without. If I had to pick out of those three, it would have to be song in my head. OK. Every every time I hear that song, like, OK, I'm 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 up. I'm in it like I'm, I'm fully engaged in the actual album itself. Um, but that song itself is what I took away from it because that showed to me, like going back and listening to their old records, that showed the growth that they actually came from. Okay. Did, uh, did, should I jump in first? <laughs> go, go right in, Todd. Hit me with it. All right. So, all right. So I got, I gave it three listens. I, I really had to, okay. I really had to listen to it. I, I got to tell you what, like I was, so I'll admit like after the first listen, I was, uh, I was listening to this and then I was I was feeling a little butt hurt because of how you guys didn't like the guy's voice and try and rap it and I'm like, you like this dude's voice? <laughs> <laughs> and um so I was like it, it was but I sat with it and I was like went through it and then um it's okay. Well I finally decided the songs I like the best is where you can hear his voice and he sings with conviction. <laughs> the other songs where he's all mumbling, I'm like what what are you saying, dude? I can't make you out. And maybe that's just me, but um, I my my favorite track is is "Song in Your Head" as well. I, I like obviously that that's a good one, and I even like the the opening track, uh, "Killer B Side Music." So, but um, I, I think I would have to pick uh, "Song in My Head" as well. That that's a just an awesome song. But yeah, I, I had to give it like three listens before I, I could find <laughs> find the polish in it. So, but it would, it, it's interesting because it, it was something that I sh- was there. I kind of felt like I should like it, but it, I had to, 
I had to sit down with it several times until I found it. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Hey, this is all fair play. So if anybody just completely like threw up the album, like they, they had to regurgitate it because it was so nasty, like by all means, hit me with it. It's not a problem. <laughs> so anyone else? They're all quiet. They're like, did that. I have to try to be honest. Like, you're not you're hurting my feelings, bro. I promise you, I'm not losing any money from this. We're good. Like when I was in college, I would have friends that would make fun of movies that I like, thinking it would hurt my feelings. Like I'm the one that actually made the movie. Come on, guys. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was okay. I it to me, I felt like. I felt like I the album or the band didn't seem that special to me. Like it, it sounded like everything else that I've heard currently. Um, I, I didn't think it was that unique. Um, it, it, they, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It's just like to me, it felt like another run of the mill band. But you know, like <laughs> I can't do that. I'm not a musician, so I don't. I'm, I don't mean like I'm not. I don't want to talk smack because like I can't do what they did, but I also know that I'm not going to listen to it again. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Te- <laughs> right. Technically you could talk smack cause they're not a band anymore. So it doesn't matter. Oh, but it's to me. It just felt like, Oh, it's another 2010, 2010s, uh, pop music band, you know, like they just, it, it just wasn't that unique to me. And it definitely didn't make me want to hear anything else by them. You know, like I never heard of the band before, and I'll probably forget the band pretty soon. <laughs> that's why. That's, I think they thought the same thing. They they pretty much said that their album died. Yeah, they killed it. Yeah, they murdered it. So yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it's it's certainly not the the worst band. It just I didn't think that they were. They, they didn't have. They didn't have like you know what's that word like Jenny Sequa. You know, they didn't have something. They didn't have anything special to them for me, anyways. Uh, but I do think you know there definitely was one track on there that I could see being used uh, in commercials or even in movies, and that's one that we keep going back to. And that song in my head, I could see that song being used uh, in commercials. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens one of these days. So like that's, that song's actually pretty decent. Um, the rest of the songs for me were for the most part, pretty forgettable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like I, you know, I listened to the full album and then I think there were a few tracks I listened to in full again. And then there was a point where I'm like, I can't keep doing this. So I would listen to like 30 seconds go. Yeah. Not my favorite track. Yeah, not my favorite track. Let's just pick song in my head. So, you know. So, anyway. <laughs> so song in my head is actually a pretty good song, but yeah, it was a very uh, quite a departure from your last choice, DJ. <laughs> you, just got, you just got the sweater in the mail, dude. <laughs> I got a I got a video of it being burned. <laughs> All right. Well, if we ever do video, our listeners, uh, we're gonna, you're going to see a sweater fill up in flames. Well, let me kind of tie it in a little bit, too. Like, I'm never going to have a relationship with this band where we're going to break up. <laughs> the Taj Factor. It's a one-night stand already. for you, huh? Yeah. It's a one-night stand for Brandon. Not even a one-night stand. It's a quickie. 
Yeah, feel dirty the next day. Yeah, it's uh, it's the glory hole. In the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just. It's that. I don't know. I feel like I'm doing a walk of shame right now. <laughs> that one night stand. <laughs> it's a quickie in the bathroom of a club. Come out of it, and the song in my head is playing. And it's like, okay, that's a good way to end the night. And then you wake up the next day, like, what the hell did I do? Wait, did I use a condom? Oh wait, hold on. So, Damn. The song in my head, it was my favorite track and probably the only track I actually liked on the album. Alright, <laughs> uh, Damien, hit me with you. What you got? Uh, yeah, so I, I I I would agree with Brandon. Like, it does sound like other bands. I don't think it was the worst band ever, though. Uh, maybe it's because I... What's that, Brandon? That's not what I said. They're not the worst band. <laughs> but there's... No, there's a lot just, of better ones. <laughs> I think they're it's, they're generic. Like there's not, they didn't seem that unique to me. I think so. Well, like I liked the, the instrumental actually does come together come together really well. Uh, I think me and me me plus me has a really good beat to it, a really good tone, and that's actually my favorite track. Okay. I I was thrown off by the lyrics though. How depressing, man. He's really saying what he just wants to say. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of like, he just was like spitballing it. And that's yeah. kind of cool because it's unique, but it's not something I could like, I'm not going to be like, I got to go to this concert. Let's get these tickets. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait on Ticketmaster for, for this band, but I could see them being a really good festival band or they could, they could tour and open up for other bands. Um, they do have a, a very similar sound to a lot of these emo kind of like pop rock maybe 2010 era, uh, yes. they could open for like Kings of Leon or something, you know, and that would be a good, you know, something like that would be a good opener. This band from Canada, right? Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Overall, I'd, I'd give them like two and a half out of five stars. Okay. So, I don't, I, and, and I'm, I just create that five star rating. Ah, you're good. You're good. I think, for me, the reason why I like them so much is because they one they use heavy percussion. I'm I'm always into heavy percussion. Any kind of heavy percussion and any kind of uh, synthesized sounds that you tweak something to make something else come out of it, I'm in there. But the other reason is you hit the nail on the head. Um, they are a performance band. They are a stadium band. They are a arena type band that if you hear it live, it's a different feel than hearing it on the record, which is partly the, the issue that they were having because the record sales were not the best, even though they were regionally known and, and, and had some popularity. Um, it mainly came from the shows. It did not come from, you know, their actual album sales or, or studio cuts or things of that nature. So, and that is part of just one of the bits of reasons why, you know, the band started having inner turmoil because they were literally fighting on what songs they needed to perform, what songs they needed to, to put on the album. Um, everybody wanted writing credits. Everybody wanted to to put in some kind of work or, or get their work recognized for what they did, which is, you know, essentially what breaks up bands now from the start of rock and rolls up until now. You always have differences of opinion, and that's always going to come to a head if you don't address it right then and there. So, yeah, like, I, and I could like, I could see them open for like Jimmy World or something like an emo band like that, where it's kind of depressing, but like they're a band that you would like be fine with listening to as an opener, but you'd forget about them, right? Yes. But like the lyrics, they're kind of interesting. Like me plus me, 
is the most it's the least amount of his own thoughts just being spewed out so like me plus me equals we is kind of a cool line i like that mm. it's yeah, like he's basically saying that he's like you know it's all about himself like that's he's a selfish person that's maybe why he's in his spot he's in but he doesn't care um rest it r.i.p right that's actually interesting because it's kind of fucked up <laughs> I mean, he's talking about how he's scared of dying, right? And we all are, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I am um, in some way. Uh, And he talks about, like, he talks about people dying in his life, too, and just, like, stuff happening to him. It's it's really, that's where it kind of, I had to shut it off. (laughs) Because, I, you know, I can go there, too. But yeah, I think I want my music to take me to a better place. Yes. Yeah. If that makes sense. And so it's interesting that you, you said that they, there was contention there between the band members because you could kind of feel it in the album. It was kind of weird because the other the other thing that kind of threw me off was I don't know. I, to be honest, like I kept trying to find out who they sounded like, but I couldn't put my finger on it. So they did sound a little bit unique, but at the same time, you kind of felt like they had influences, but you couldn't. It's like they put the wrong two combinations together and it sounded off. It is is what would, what it seemed like to me. So I would sometimes. say I'm going to interject real quick, Taj, because yeah. it's it has to do with your pick, Frightened Rabbit. So like they are frightened rabbit style a little bit like in his lyrics. Cause they're kind of like, they're kind of sad and a right. little bit fucked up, but like frightened rabbits, like, I'm not, I'm not saying they're just like the band. No, no, I, I, got, I, I got see Brandon, I see Brandon shaking his head, but <laughs> frightened rabbit <laughs> lyrics like aren't bad, but the, his vocals aren't, they kind of are off to me. Whereas <laughs> with, with this band, um, they're a little like, we are the city. I don't think his it, voice is bad, but like he just goes off on tangents. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, maybe they can both yeah. get together and then they can form another band. What, what, because it, would be. Well, because the, the, <laughs> the instrumental can sound like Death Cab for Cutie, kind of. Right. I don't know. I couldn't quite place it. I couldn't. I couldn't say specifically like who's who's this band's influence because you know you, you couldn't quite. Not that all bands have to emulate somebody, but you kind of need that stepping, that starting stone. And I couldn't figure out where to start from. Like, I couldn't, like, who are they trying to, who are they inspired by? And that's kind of the funny situation, because what you're hearing is the final result of the band. It's not the, it's not the, the coming of age, figuring out who you are. Um, you know, trying to put together something like they actually came up during that time frame of the 2010s. They were actually in that functionality. They had six albums that they dropped. Um, and one was for a movie, I think, called Violent. Um, so it's like a soundtrack to it. But like you're hearing the progression up until now where, you know, this is their polished version of themselves versus the the grinding of it and trying to figure out, you know, what what they are in their mind, they figured out what they are and they figured out it didn't work. Gotcha. Especially with uh, the lead singer, um, Andrew uh, Kukulik uh, is his name. Um, like, like, especially on that God and Man. It's like, I was 11 or 12 when I lost my virginity to porn. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that was a crazy damn. lie. That, that was like a, huh? <laughs> I talked myself down when I took acid by myself and didn't tell anybody about it. Like, I stole 700 bucks from my dad's house. Like, he's putting it out there. <laughs> It's a country song. Uh, yeah. uh, and I yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, but then he comes back and says, you know, if God was a man, but never sinned, was he really man? Because man sins and we make mistakes, but that's how we grow. It's like, it's supposed to be a lesson in there, but he gets so, it gets so convoluted and the sound that they try to break out of it, that it gets missed. It's like totally misses the point. And I can completely see where y'all are coming from with that. It was just funny to me how, you know, they're one of those bands that had they changed up some bit of their style or had like a consistency to it, they might actually have stayed together and been somewhere with it. But I mean, to last, you know, all these years, I'm not too mad at them, but at least right. they, they went out on their own terms. So right. I understand they're a religious kind of band. Uh, and that's, and that's part so what of is, the, the issue. <laughs> what is prog rock, though? What is prog rock? That's kind of what the style is supposed to be. I don't, I don't consider them prog rock. Prog rock was something in the like set late sixties and seventies. Like like bands like Yes were a prog rock band, or oh, okay. in a way it was prog rock. Aggressive um, rock, prog rock. I, I don't consider these guys prog rock at all. So I think I think that I can almost see that though that they might fit in that category as an opener, and they might open for a progressive rock band, but they're not. But they do tie very well there. as an opener. You know what I mean? And nobody wants to hear this guy's diary because it's pretty much a diary. The whole album's kind of like this is all the shit I did that's fucked up. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> you even said in the album, I, I, you know, I, my bandmates, I don't like them sometimes. It was like, really? You said that, and they didn't kick your ass for putting that out there. <laughs> it's his confession. This whole album's a confession. Pretty much. So, all right. <clears throat> so on that note, let's get to some better music. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a retaliation one of these days. Like I'm, I'm going to say something pretty negative, and then when I pick my album, I'll pick like Beatles Abbey Road, and then one of you is going to be like, you know what? It's one of the worst albums I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't see how these guys even made it what, past what? the first year. I've never even heard of such a band. Yeah. <laughs> Who calls themselves the Beatles? Really? Too. <laughs> It certainly didn't influence me. <laughs> they could have called themselves the Aardvarks. That would have went over so much better. <laughs> nah, it's, it's all good, man. I don't I don't hold any any flame to the fire. No dog in the fight. It's just that was the band that came to my mind when we were talking about, you know, music that you like to listen to. And this is the whole point of the podcast, right? Stuff right. that we listen to that maybe not everybody else listens to. We introduce them to it. Sometimes you like it. Sometimes you don't. You know, I'm 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 shooting uh I'm shooting 500 right now, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm 50 50. I'm all right with that. I'll take those odds. Oh, I've been I've been dissed too, man. It's all good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Brandon? For good reason, Damon. <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh. <laughs> maybe my style isn't isn't everybody's choice. I, I picked like a Frank Zappa thinking you guys wouldn't like it and it backfired on me. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Right. <laughs> um, now we're good. So yeah, Damon, uh, go ahead and give us a better, a better choice to listen to for next time. Huh? Oh man. Okay. Well, so I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to kind of segue into this side B here. And normally I pick a band uh, that I've seen live. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick to that theme. But I also I'm gonna go a little more old school. So it's not it's not a band that you guys haven't heard of. And a lot of the stuff that I, I like and I've seen live is probably something that you haven't heard of. But 
this band, um, you definitely have. So I'll just come out and say it. Uh, the police. And I don't know who doesn't like the police, but I guess I'm going to find out. <laughs> so um, they have like a lot of they have a lot of hits, obviously. And it was really hard to pick. I think there it, seem, it seems like there's crossovers with some of their songs, but I don't think there is. Um, there's like a greatest hits album and stuff like that. But the the album that I picked, I don't even know if I'm saying it right or if this is uh, the original name. Outlandos Demore. And uh, this this has I think it's like ten songs, and Roxanne is one of them. So cool. So that's my pick. <laughs> I've seen them live. I'll I'll discuss. But uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So the right. police. What y'all think about that? So on that okay. note. Uh, yep. Um. On that note, any other things to mention before we wrap this up? Um. Let's see. Okay. But I'll probably I probably won't. By We Are the City, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If you ever see them live, <laughs> but they ever decide to get back together, they probably know. still do play live. They're probably like a secret band that opens up for bands and they just jump in. Who knows? Okay. All right. Well, this has uh, been Choice Tracks. You can find this on our website or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. You can also find this on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Please uh, shoot us some messages. Let us know what you're thinking. And also subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Oh, yeah. And uh, y'all, I'm going to pick up the needle, but you keep spinning those choice tracks.